There was some pro wrestling that happened. There was. Uh, on Saturday night, thank God, Saturday night's main event. Saturday Props to WWE. Best decision they've made in yeah. years creatively. Yeah. Go back to Saturdays on Rumble because they, usually they had the Sunday of the Rumble was always to not compete with the NFL. And this would have been this Sunday. Well, they would have been competing with NFL had they done it this Sunday. So shout out to their schedulers. Yeah, they did it. They pulled it off because I think uh, NFL extending their weeks by one week forced uh, WWE's hand to say, screw it, we'll just do it outside. Because let's face it, as much as a lot of people, there's a lot of crossover between if you're a football fan. A lot of them will be like, no, I don't like that wrestling crap. But they used to. And you need to win these guys back. And it's sports, and you might watch it if uh, football's not on. Yeah, and it's sports entertainment. Right. Uh, but, well, overall, uh, what did you think of the show? I thought, um, overall, it was a pretty subpar premium live event. Overall. I think there was, like, some ups and downs, and there was some peaks where it was like, oh, this is kind of cool. But then some of the lows were just like, boo. And it just sort of broke the curve. I don't know. What do you think? I, I feel like the lows the lows were there. Uh, thumbs, thumbs in the middle for me. Uh, the two things that I was surprisingly okay with. Well, not surprisingly. There's no surprise. I was okay with the winners of both Rumble matches. I don't like the way they did it and the way they got to it. But spoiler alert, Ronda Rousey. Brock Lesnar won of their respective genders, Royal Rumble. And I was happy with both of those. Because I like to think back, when you look back at the record book, what's going to make the most sense looking at it? Like, okay, I can see them winning. Or, oh, yeah, I'm not surprised they won one. Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar, absolutely. That was Brock only won the Royal Rumble once. And Ronda's never even been in the Royal Rumble. Both are former... Ultimate Fighting Champion, Heavyweight, UFC Champions, WWE Champions. So I was okay with it. The winners. The women's Rumble was way better and should have been the main event over the men's Rumble. Absolutely. I agree. Brock was not a surprise, even though he's coming in at 30. And he was one of the guys not announced. But they like to just keep that in their pocket. They're not going to announce it. But I was not surprised that he came out but i was okay with him winning it it makes sense but vince is just going to keep leaning heavily on brock but we'll just go through each match really quick but that was our quick synopsis of it uh first match was universal championship roman reigns versus seth freaking rollins this was a really hot match everybody loved the match but the finish was a dq finish and People did not dig that. I was not happy with the finish. Uh, yeah, DQ finish did not. Uh, no. I, yeah, especially for the curtain jerk, you know? No, yeah, exactly. And they started off hot. I mean, Seth Rollins, it was great. He came out to the Shield music. And he came out with the Shield gear and the Shield type entrance to just really throw back that, yeah, we used to be in there. Where even Pat McAfee was just like, it brings back remembering when it was Mox and Seth. And Roman, and he called him Mox. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, so that was cool. So it, it felt like, whoa, this is the closest you're getting to the Forbidden Door. And I feel like, obviously, the finish is to protect uh, Roman and Seth or whatever, you know. Yeah. Which is fine. But I think, I thought the fact that he came out in the shield gear was enough to protect him either way it went. Yeah. Because that's such a mind job, right? And I'm just like, I was all over the place because they could even make that an angle where he's tormented by the the team that broke up or something like he that. He should you know have what been I mean? Yeah, no, that was great. That you're, Man, you should have booked it because that's exactly what should have happened. He should have been tormented because these guys were brothers in arms, right? Yeah. They were blood brothers, and he should have been a little bit more. Because I didn't, to be honest, full disclosure, I don't know who the baby face and who the heel was. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess Roman's still the heel, but... Seth is also a heel, but kind of not. WWE being too cool for school, and we don't have baby faces and heels here, brother. And what is just, what is Seth's angle? By what is his gimmick right now? Now he's just Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, and, and he just he, he dresses in funny suits. He wears is he David S. Pumpkins? Yeah, I don't know, but he we did. He has the same David S. Pumpkin suit. 
He doesn't just need I don't think he needs any of it, but he's he's definitely one of their top guys and he feels like a top guy when you see him. Yeah, I mean he definitely does. He, he's up there. Yeah, so I I don't know what they're trying to do, but yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bruce and Vince. Listen, you need baby faces and heels. It's freaking basic. 101. Don't say the fans are going to choose because the fans aren't going to choose. They're not going to choose. And they're just going to be confused and then they're going to go get nachos. And you're not making a piece of those nachos, brother. Basic storytelling, guys. Yeah, that's all it is. There's a protagonist, there's an antagonist, there's a conflict, and we have a resolution. Boom. Read your, read your, somebody go to their <laughs> desks and like just hand out copies of, of, of you know, that, that book. Socrates, play, uh, Poetics. Can you just send them the snippet of that? Because it's basic. I'm, I don't care. Again. All right. Clip this out later when we when the yeah. show posts. Because it's just oh, like, oh, fine. Record, you way. don't have to be like, again, Stone Cold Steve Austin changed everything. And he was the he was the baby face who did bad guy type things. And the people were OK with it. But you, it was still clear that he was the baby face. It's just not clear anymore. And it doesn't make sense. You're always going to have the cool heels that people cheer for. And then you're going to have people like Jericho. And he's like, I don't want to be the cool here. When I'm a heel, I'm going to be a heel and you're going to boo me. And that's what MJF does. I don't care. I'm going to tell you, fuck you on Twitter. I'm going to say it because I don't want you to ever cheer for me. I don't, I don't want you to buy my merch. And then he does real heel stuff. And they just don't do that. And it's just like, and it, and it causes conflict for the audience. If you're not clear on who the baby facing here, how can you imagine, what do you feel, think the audience is feeling? It's almost as if WWE, <laughs> they were operating outside of their comfort zone a little bit because I think that's in their nature to say, no, we tell you what you like. And I think they've seen the evolution of now of the Russellverse and people are deciding what they like that exists out there on just YouTube or whatever. And now they're like, oh, okay, you tell us what you like. Yeah. And they're, but they're doing it incorrectly. Yes. They're just like, okay, we'll do nothing. How about that? What if nothing? What if nothing? How about that as a storyline? It's a fucking Seinfeld booking angle. It doesn't make any sense. My, I think Mike, Mike, what's up? David S. Pumpkin clothes and jo- Joaquin Phoenix Joker dance and laughing. That's... That would be great. Just let him do that and start him off as a heel. And then if the crowd starts cheering, then he becomes the baby face. But make you him the Joker. It. What a great idea. Seth Rollins is the Joker. Yeah. Make him just like, and, and if they had him as like tormented that like the shields, because they even did the chair spot. Like when he hit Roman with that chair, when the shield broke up, that was such a magical moment. And, and Mox was like, oh, what, what the hell just happened? That was such a big deal. Like, I love the idea of this. Just like, wait a minute. I have to go to war with my brother right now. Civil war, man. Yes. Yeah, so brother I, against it's, brother. It's just, it's a great idea to have him tormented from that. Anyway, but it was still a great match. I was, we were okay with the match. It was just a little bit of a wonky finish. Again, um, a high and a low. It's just like, okay, so then you end up flatline. Yeah. It's like nothing. It's just like, okay, how about nothing? <laughs> yeah. How about nothing? How about nothing? You wanted something? How about nothing instead? <laughs> Meet me in the middle. Okay, middle of nothing. Is you can nothing, have all right? the nothing you want, but not something. <laughs> oh, man. What about uh, next up was the women's Royal Rumble match? This, I, was, I was very happy with this match. This was what the Royal Rumble was supposed to be. This, this, is, is, what, what, this is what we tuned in to see. This is what every Rumble feels like, and every men's Rumble in the past feels. The women killed it. It was great. It was really good. They started off having Sasha as number one. She's a great number one because then you're like, oh, my God. She's basically the Eddie Guerrero, Shawn Michaels, Rey Mysterio. She's going to get a really low number, and she's going to go a long way. And you knew she was going to go a long way, and I thought that was great. And then have her going against Melina. I wouldn't have had Melina come in second, but Melina got a nice pop. Yeah, definitely. Um, Like we had surprise entrances here. We had, yeah. you know, unexpected things. This was great. This is what you tune in to the Royal Rumble. This is what you pay your fifty bucks for. That's what. Yeah, um, it, it was. It was fun all the way through. Um, yeah, I, I dug it. Like what? Who else we get? We got. We got after. Yeah. Melina. So we got number four. We got Kelly Kelly. You know, it's good. And people even remember Kelly Kelly, even though I feel like that was much later on. After that was when the ECW rebranded. And she was like on the sci-fi, but she's been around enough that people saw her and they got it. And they, they popped for all the legends. 
they popped for all the legends. And like. shout out to Kelly Kelly for the way she uh, went out. She that bump she took on the way out. She just pancaked right on her face. I know she, she hasn't did. wrestled in like ten years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree that all the legends, you know, all these female legends that came in, like nobody, nobody was slacking. They were taking some big bumps, and they and everything. Here's the most important thing in pro wrestling, and we know this, Mike. You know this, right? Everything. There's no wasted movement. No wasted movement. Everybody, every, even the little things got to mean something. You know, Sean will tell you that. Make everything mean something. Even if you're just throwing a punch, make it mean something. And that's why the women's match was so much better than the men's Royal Rumble because everything meant something. The, when Queen Selena came out, it meant something. Bianca Blair, you know, last year's winner, it meant something. Man, I popped so big. When Ivory came out, but she came out in her RTC right to censor. I mean, what a throwback. What a gift to the anybody who's been a fan, like you're a fan of your whole life, to have her come out in her right to censor. And she's like, I knew this is how society would turn out. Look at all you girls. You know, and I try to warn you back then, and it's like that now. And when she got scooped slammed, and she kept the mic, and she got slammed over the top rope with the mic and was still cutting a promo as she got eliminated. That was great. Great. And what that about was so um, good? What about uh, Mickey James coming in with the impact belt? Mickey James crossing the forbidden door. And I guess shout out to whoever's running WWE Twitter because they acknowledge it. It's like how the basically how look who just crossed the door. They were basically hinting to the forbidden door and she came out with the impact belt and they put the, you know, on her. Lower lower third, she had it was labeled as the impact champ. That was history. Yeah, that's good. Wow. I mean, we've had other brand like I think we had ECW people kind of representing in there, but I don't know. Has there ever been another brand outside of the big the WWE's three represented in the Royal Rumble? I can't think of a time. Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, did they ever have ECW but nobody ever came out with an ECW belt? Yeah, no, not with a belt that I know of. No, I think that was a that was a big deal. So, I guess maybe they threw her a bone for sending her stuff back in a in a hefty bag. So you know, because obviously she she's a big part of I think the booking committee at uh, Impact. So I'm, I was I was happy to see her come out with the belt. Solid. Yeah, I'm trying to dig in there, and then the stuff that they did with Sonya Deville as the WWE. I was always a huge fan. I thought she was due for like a title run before that whole tragedy happened when someone broke into her house and was going to kidnap her when her and uh, Mandy Rose were home alone. Is this why she was supposed to be, is this why she stopped wrestling or was she injured? Yeah. No, I thought it was because of that, because after that member, she was supposed to have a hair versus hair match and they changed it to a loser leave town. Then she disappeared and everyone's like, Oh, she must have to go testify against this guy. And then she came back as an official. And this is the first time we ever seen her, you know, in this section, I think she had a match last week that she was actually going to wrestle. But she's legit. She's legit. I mean, she was on Tough Enough, but, I mean, she's an MMA fighter. She's no different than, you know, Queen of Spades or, like, Ronda Rousey, right? Like, yeah. she has so she has an air of legitimacy. I thought I liked them as Fires and Desire with Mandy Rose. I was like, give them the tag belt. But then when they broke them up, remember how vicious she got on Mandy Rose? Like, those shots were so stiff. No, I don't. I don't remember that. It was a great like when she turned well, heel. When, when about was that happening? Uh, it was around the SummerSlam, probably not last SummerSlam, but the SummerSlam before. Yeah. But she was so vicious, like it was great, like it was a real heel. Like when she was hitting her on the close-ups, like she was hitting her, and I was like, wow, she is a great heel. Like there's no reason that they shouldn't give her the main belt. And somebody recognized it because they was like, we got to keep her on TV as an official, but. Having her come out there, and I like the idea. I think Jerry Lawler, you know, did it a while ago. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to talk on the commentary team, but I'm abusing my power. I'm not going in until I want to go in. And then she went in when uh, Naomi's old partner, one of the Funka Funkadactyls, came out. Remember, she made a comeback, and she got a nice pop. And then she's like, oh, that's Naomi's friend, so that would bother her. If I got rid of her. And then she went and got, and she dumped her quick just to piss off Naomi. And then she came running out. And I was like, wow, that's, that was, again, that was cool. And it's funny, this is just a sidebar or whatever, but this is, um, they've been booking this angle with Sonya Deville and Naomi for a while. 
And I feel like this is WWE attempting to do a long-term angle. Trying, yes. Trying, but they're doing it badly. It's just, you know, it doesn't feel right the way they're the way they're booking it. But they're trying. They are trying, but yeah, I again they just need a little I mean, it's just it's just small tweaks. It's not big to, here's the thing about them that if it, what they need is very small. They don't need these huge tweaks. Now, I don't know what the back locker room looks like, so maybe they have a whole writing staff that's, you know, that needs to be purged. But like they're 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 getting closer. They're they are getting closer because they got the talent. Here's one here it is again. They don't have a problem with talent. The talent they have some of the best talent in the world. It's not all the best talent isn't in just AEW. It's in WWE too. But the difference is in AEW, they're allowed to show their talent. Yeah. No, absolutely. Sorry, I'm I'm trying to pull up the uh the the actual rumble results here so I can actually see because I we had a lot of cool legends that showed up. So I'm trying to find the Okay, here it is. So we had Sasha, Melina, Tamina. That sounded like a song. Sasha, Melina, <laughs> Tamina, Kelly da, Kelly. Da, 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 da. I, I'm a fan of Alaya. Uh, you like her? She went like as a Bratz doll, and then she was like a genie. Uh, she was the girl in NXT, and they actually gave her a pretty decent run. She went for 22 minutes. Really? No, yeah. I don't remember that. She's one of the OG NXT, like black and gold brands. Oh, really? Yeah, she was in there, and she had a good showing. Uh Liv Morgan, Queen Zelina. Liv Morgan's in danger, by the way. Why did you say that? Because she was so hot, and they were pushing her, and then, then they kind of screwed it up. And now, like, I feel like she's flouting. You know, they're putting her in a position, like, what? we don't know what to do with her. They did the same thing to Bianca Blair. They did the same thing to Becky, and they kind of screwed her up, and they're trying to fix her, so they turned her into big-time Bex. And like, screw it, let's turn her into a heel. That way she gets to heat. But Liv Mor- Morgan's in danger that I think they need to – continue to make her a legitimate threat they have they have there's so many belts and so much talent in wwe but it seems like they're always booking the same four matches over and over yeah and they gotta stop that they just like it doesn't have to be because look at i mean we got 30 women right here it's like why are you not using like why is it the same people every week yeah i don't get it uh but Liv morgan did have a cool spot that uh sarah logan came back with no knee pads after giving birth you know, part of two-thirds of the Riot Squad. And that was cool. And then they used the Bella Twins to get, get heat on them, kind of ruined that Riot Squad reunion. My only complaint is some of these legends were in, and then they got rid of them really quick. So I don't know if they were just there for to hotshot them. Hey, look who's back. Okay, get the hell out of here. Yeah, I mean, I think that's okay, though. I don't mind that. I feel that's like that's part of the novelty of the Royal Rumble match. Is you're going to get some of that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. You, you, don't have, you can't book a great story for everyone, but you can have great moments. And yeah. if you do that, I think the match is successful. I agree. It's all about the moments. And Santino Morello is a perfect example. He was in there for one second, and he's there on every Royal Rumble highlight reel, sizzle reel from showing the past Rumbles. Because he's like, he broke the record for one second. Everyone can think it. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I mean, it still sticks in my head. So you're right. It's okay to do it. But I feel like... It was very clear they were doing it to every single legend. And they should have had one legend. And I guess they, I shouldn't say that because Lita, Lita did do, Lita had a good enough showing where actually she showed up and she's getting a match on the next pay per view. But let's go back. So we had, you know, Bianca Blair, Belair, Dana Brooks, Michelle McCool, Sonia Deville, we talked about, uh, Natalia. I was hoping Natalia, she had a 36 minute run. So she still had a good run. Cameron, that was uh, Naomi's, and that's, one that uh, Sonya Deville took advantage of. Then we got Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, Ivory. We talked about that was great. I love seeing the Bella Twins back in there. Did you ever think that you'd say that? You missed the Bella Twins? <laughs> they're legends. Yeah, they're <laughs> legends. But, man, it, anytime they were in the ring, they felt like stars. And like, yeah, no matter absolutely. how bad they were. And I guess that maybe they had a lot more creative control than we realized, but every time they did something, it felt like it meant something. And how awesome was that? The crowd is like, we don't give a damn about Kayfay. We know Bree is married to Brian. Yes, you can have the yes chant. Yes, yes. And then she took the yes, and the whole crowd went for it. Good moment. Yeah, that, Good was, moment. that was one of those moments. That was special. And I feel 
like it might not make the sizzle reels, even though it should. But like WWE's and well, WWE edits the sizzle reel, so you know. Yeah, so it might not make. You it. do the math, but you can easily just say, "Oh yeah, they still, you know, a lot of good memories with that yes chance with them." You know, and I know they're not going to because they own the name Daniel Bryan. They don't, so they can just say Daniel Bryan and not Brian Danielson, and that'll confuse them, right? Clark can't put on those glasses. You're not Superman. Don't worry about it. Just get another guy in a beard and a flannel. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be told. Oh man, don't fake Razor and fake Diesel. Whew. Fake Daniel Bryan. Why not? Fake. <laughs> and then we do have- a deep fake. WWE can afford deep fakes, right? They got lots of cash. Oh, they could totally do a deep fake. Actually, because the fake Diesel and fake Razor were actually, if you go back and look, they were really good. And this was in the 90s. That was not, that was not tech. That was makeup. And they looked, <laughs> I thought they looked really good. It's kind of an uncanny valley. It was a very uncanny valley. <laughs> or, or variant. Like, we're, yeah, we're, we're used to variants now. We know we're universe hopping here. How about that as an angle? Can WWE do variants as angles? <laughs> Why not? Dude, I, I would buy it. It's just like, it's fine. It's just a, a Razor Ramon variant, a Daniel Bryan variant. <laughs> I would attempt it. Why not? I mean, K-Fay's dead anyway. Why not try it? Yeah. What if like, somebody gets a bunch of plastic surgery and comes back? Why not? You own the name anyway, because what are you buying the name and just putting him on the shelf? Like, just do it. Like, you, you own it. There's no K-Fay anymore. Just lean into it. No. So you, do, you could do a variant Mox that comes back, and he, he rejoins the shield. Dude, the more every time, the more you're saying this, the more I'm thinking this is a great idea. Do something. Can they? Nikki Nikki Ash opens up the multiverse somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! I think you're onto something here. I think do cause, it WWE. Because here's the difference: It's just like if you do it right and you get the right person doing it, you don't get the channel changing heat. You just get heat, heat. And I know they've had some unsuccessful, like the new Midnight or the new Midnight Express did not work. The new Rockers did not work, but they were almost acknowledging it. Where if it was like a heel doing it, and you're like almost in a way trying to pretend it's not a thing. Like if you actually come out as Dean Ambrose, are you going to get the uh, the Bowen Luke Duke? What were the fake Dukes of Hazard? Vance and Coey. Lance. Is that their names? I don't remember. Yeah, Lance and Coey. I, I think did always tune out when those episodes <laughs> were on, so maybe oh, it's man. not a great idea. But I didn't know if the Dukes of Hazard. I think I just think we're living in a multiverse kind of thing. Uh, wrestling angles and characters tend to reflect pop culture pretty closely. What's going on? Why not try some sort of multiverse angle? It could work. I say, why not? Just give it a try. You know, you've done a lot of other stupid shit, and just like, okay, then it worked. Let's move on. Right. It's worth a shot. Uh, let me just go through these last. So we talked about Ivory. That was great. Uh, Mickey James. Uh, Alicia Fox. She got a good pop. She really got a yeah, good seen her pop. Yeah, it was a decent pop. And then they, they did a small little moment for her because remember it was like B Bella. And she had the little, she was part of the team Bella, B Bella, and they eliminated her. Uh, they gave a little callback to the time Nikki got rid of Bree. So this time Bree got rid of Nikki. That was cool. Um, props to them because all these women that are coming back from giving birth and looking great. Did you mention uh, Summer Rae? Summer Rae was next on my list. Yeah, I did. She had, I don't know if she looked way different, didn't she? She looked, she looked a little different. She looked different. I don't know if it was the hair color. I think it would have been cooler if, and I guess they don't want to do it. She should have came out to the Fandango music. And I think she would have got a bigger pop. You think so? Because don't you think of her, like of everything she did, I know they had like a best friends angle, but that was like an NXT. But like as far as the raw roster, I think of her coming out dancing with Fandango. I think that could have got a good pop, right? Yeah, I think that would have been good. I don't know. Do folks folks remember Fandango? I, I don't know, are- man, because right before the Yes chant, everybody was Fandangoing at WrestleMania, and I think that WWE screwed up that one. So I think that could have worked. Uh, then we had Lita. You know, and, and I think people were really happy to see her. And then, obviously, they're still continuing to use her. Uh, what did you think of Mighty Molly's return? And I was like, oh, man, it totally makes sense because she was the superhero. And somebody, Mike, you were talking about this. Somebody got it right. She was a superhero, and now she's somewhat of a supervillain, and she went after the other superhero, Nikki, yeah. Nikki Ash. Yep. Not Nikki Superhero AF, Nikki Ash. Uh, I'm kind of glad she's a heel. I still don't, I don't know. I feel like I want her, I want Nikki Ash to create the Legion of Doom or something like that. They have enough 
enough women. Is she still a superhero? Almost. <laughs> All right, solid. No, but I mean, I, it's like, is that still what she's doing? Is she's a superhero angle? She's yeah. still talking about doing good deeds and eat your vegetables and drink your milk? Yeah, except I don't know if that's, you know, now, she, now she's angry at Rhea Ripley, so I don't know if that's the case anymore. But yeah, they can do a lot more with her. Uh, and then we had Shotzi, and then Shayna Baszler came out as 30, which. I was ready to see Shayna and Ronda face off, right? You had your two UFC, you know, for anybody who watched wrestling and MMA, watched the Ultimate Fighter, you knew that Shayna was on Ronda's team during that show. And then they had the four horsewomen, another drop ball by WWE. They never did the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. But seeing those two in the ring was a big deal, seeing them in the ring together. And I popped for Ronda. I don't know. I know she's getting a lot of heat because she's saying a lot of stuff, but everybody's getting a lot of heat. Joe Rogan's under fire. So who knew? You know, the world's crazy right now. But either way, I was very happy with Ronda winning the Royal Rumble. I was cool with it. I don't know. Were you cool with it? I was fine with it. Was it was about what I expected. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, the entire match itself was entertaining. I had a good time. Uh, the ending was satisfactory. Yeah, and, and so good that uh, the W the WrestleMania sign got set on fire. Yeah, what was what was what happened there? Did you see the pyro when Ronda pointed at the sign? She pointed at I guess Ronda. Was she pointing that it was on fire? Just <laughs> pointing to the fact that it was on fire. I think she's a shoot fighter, and she's so stiff that even her points are stiff. And when she pointed on it, it set on fire. She did have sort of a, a harsh, but she was really pointing hard. Yeah, she pointed hard, and I think it actually set the sign on fire, but. I'm excited. I mean, I, you know, we already had the Ronda versus Charlotte versus Becky main event. I'd like to see a one-on-one match, but I, I get that again. I don't hate, I don't hate triple threats on the top card like a lot of people. And I don't know if I would necessarily even hate a Charlotte versus Becky versus Ronda again, other than they both have the belts and you're just tying up the belts on people who don't really need the belts. Yeah. Give the belts on someone who kind of like, help elevate somebody because if you ronda rousey can sell out any stadium without the belt yep you know so and we've seen we've seen so many like their top tier folks have all fought each other so many times and it seems like they could like if they took a month or two to prop do something with Liv morgan give her a story and end up her Put her in a, in a match with Ronda Rousey. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would be good. Oh, yeah. It would be great. All, again, they have shoot fighters. They got Shayna. They got Sonya Deville. These are MMA fighters that could actually go up against Ronda. Shayna Baszler. Great idea. Yeah, why not? I mean, but, you know, they, they got big-time Becks. And look, I don't have a problem with Becky Lynch. Um, my problem is the people who booked her handlers, the people who booked her, booked her into becoming a heel, even though she was uber over and now people are people are like I don't know I feel like they're a little indifferent to her like she's not as she's not as hot as she used to be when she was 100% the, the man they kind yeah. of screwed that and that's not on her she didn't do anything wrong she executed everything she was told to execute and then the execution didn't give you the desired results and anybody who had read that knew that that's not going to work that first that first match back with bianca belair just really oh, yeah. set her on an awkward path she could have come back did the same finish and been a babyface yeah and what it wouldn't have it would have been okay it would have it would have cuz that's what the crowd wanted yeah and they booked her as a heel and it was just that's not what anybody wanted to see no. so now it's like you're not showing me what i want to see so i'm not really all that interested yeah and that's squ- and they squashed Bianca and it kind of killed her momentum when they could have had a they could have had a great match they could have did it was already a triple threat they could have had Liv Morgan somebody else could have took the pin they just they screwed it up and and Bianca did not benefit and Becky did not benefit and now here we are and like okay just become a heel because they're booing anyway but they're not booing because it's a fun thing to boo Becky they're booing because probably it's just like this angle sucks and it's not her because I like her as big time I mean she's colorful she's good Really lean into the you know the stuff with Seth. Do all of that. That's fine. But they're just like you have all this real stuff. Don't don't try to conjure something up. Just go with what's real. It's right there in front of you. 
they're booing because the crowd is saying, boo, no, we like her. Boo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boo, we like her, actually. <laughs> boo what you're doing. <laughs> but I'll hopefully finish. But she had a match. Uh, her match was next with Dewdrop, and Dewdrop is uh, another one that I think was misbooked, and they put her with Eva Marie, who for whatever reason, I liked her, but she gets the wrong heat. She unfortunately gets channel-changing heat. She doesn't get the good heat. Even Marie, yeah. Yeah, and I don't necessarily know why. I was, I don't, I thought, you know, if you watched her, like, Total Diva stuff, she tried really hard. She was training really hard. She was into wrestling, but I don't know. I think just the, the you know, perception of her is she's more interested in, in her modeling and stuff, So, and I think that affected her, the heat that she got. And then you were put, a fan, You're a fan, though. Yeah, I have no problems with her. Yeah. I think they just, again, she was booked. She was used. She wasn't used properly. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I think it was because she was on Total Divas, and she was sort of like the odd man out on Total Divas. Yeah. Uh, the She was the girl that the girls didn't like, and that sort of painted her in that light, and she just, that stuck. Yeah, and it did, it stuck too well, because even though we know reality TV show is also worked, but that feel, that's considered more real than pro wrestling is real. Folks don't know reality shows are a work. Yeah, when is that going to come out? Like, shit, I mean, I remember... How does rea- reality shows have better kayfabe than pro wrestling? Yeah, that sucks. Why is that? Why is that? I mean, reality shows have been worked for how long now? I think they started... Always. Always. There was only, I think there was only one true reality show, and that was the first one. It was like, MTV's The Real World. Oh, that's yeah, it. the first one, yeah. Then after that... That was that was like it was like oh well let's just tell them what to say and what to do now yeah yeah they started totally producing them you know I yeah when I when I was on that I feel like uh, Mia Wallace I shot a pilot when I was on that pilot you know when we were shooting for for that redneck entourage they fed me every line they fed me every single line yeah I, I mean I worked on several reality shows back in the day doing production and it's all story it's the story's created by a producer on set yeah and telling folks what to say how does that make you feel that makes you angry yeah it makes you angry yeah. so say that you know what I mean yep yeah so that doesn't so but for whatever reason it's the cafe is kept oh you watch that wrestling crap you know that's fake I'm gonna turn on the real high school sorry I heard myself I'm you gonna turn the on the real highest housewives of Washington DC that's real. I mean, yeah, people think that people think that's real. Yeah, people game think- shows are also not real. Yeah, game shows are worked. That's crazy. Like, because when did that start? Because I thought there was like a rule where it had to be real because you were giving away money. But I feel like those are worked now too. They are. They are giving away money and prizes, but they're casting people to be on the show. Yeah. So all those folks on prices right now, those are all aspiring actors. Wow. And I know, I I know Survivor did that after season one as well, right? Or did they cast actors for season one too? Um, uh, maybe season, it's like a mix. I don't, I mean, I'm not really sure. I don't remember that. Because the real world was like 90, mid nine, mid to late 90s. Yeah, just that Survivor first real world with, you know, Eric e. and nice. Julie and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, they had um, Kevin. Kevin, yeah. Shout out to the reunion on Paramount Plus. I actually watched it. I haven't seen it. I want to see it. It's but pretty that good. Movie, that one was super innovative because it was, I mean, at the time, no one had really done it yet. And it was like uh, young people in New York trying to have careers. Right. That was yeah. the premise of the show. And now it's like get hammered and, you know, pee in the bathtub or whatever. Yeah. Hot tub. Well, yeah, it used to be this is the story of seven strangers picked to live in a loft. And find out. Can you get off the phone? <laughs> yes. oh, wait, yeah, that was it. That was it. Can you get off the phone? But yeah, yeah. We we need to find out why reality TV show keeps kayfabe, but wrestling can't. Uh, anyway, that's a whole podcast. That is a whole show. But Becky Lynch, be, what do you think of Dewdrop? You like Dewdrop? Yeah, I like Dewdrop. She's yeah, good. I, like I mean, just like everyone else in WWE, she's booked oddly. Yeah. You know, I think she could be way more over if they'd. Uh, you know, made her baby face from the start and kept her that way. Yeah. You know, because she got rid of Eva Marie and folks were like, yeah, yeah, that's great. That's <laughs> great. We like you now. We like you. And then that was it. But then they make her a heel for no reason. It's just like, eh. And I feel like she's a shooter. Cause right. She's, she's from the UK. So I feel like she, she's like that. She has that hard hitting style, but I know mean, this sounds terrible, but I don't think Vince knows how to book bigger people without somehow making them feel degrading. Absolutely. I just don't think he knows how. Like, I think even... He was probably trying to think of, like, a female version of saying earthquake or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because didn't they... Yeah. 
yeah, that, and that sucks because I mean, she she can work. I mean, and, and again, somebody needs to remind him of Dusty Rhodes being one of the greatest of all times. Not everybody's going to look like a bodybuilder to get over and look and be a star. Yeah, good. Can you have some variety, yo. Yeah, that's there's that's, lots of folks, that lots of flavors. Very, out there. very true. But yeah, Becky Lynch went over on Dewdrop. Uh, I don't know. I guess it was close enough where at least that made it feel like a, a main event for Royal Rumble. But I probably didn't. I, now I think Dewdrop is going to get Lib Morganed, and I don't know what else they're going to do with her. But you, you just can't add another belt, so I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the answer is, but you. The don't. answer is WWE. You have plenty of time on your show. Use it to book some angles with all these other folks you have. Just create some storylines. You only need the last hour for your top four folks, like the Bobby Lashley's and Brock's and all that stuff. You save the last hour for them. You got two hours to do something with these folks. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. You can think of something. Yeah. I really think you can do it. Yeah, I, and I don't think he's having to do the thinking anymore because now he has too big of a staff. Before, it was him and Pat and Bruce and Jim right near his pool. And they were booking the whole thing. Now they got a bunch of other people doing it, but Vince needs to, yeah, I don't know. But Mike talking about all bask in his glory, Keith Lee, you know, talking about the body issues. Remember how big they popped when Keith Lee faced off with Brock Lesnar and that got wasted. Yep. It totally got wasted. And then they, his, his non-compete expired. So I expect him to show up somewhere. Although I think, problem that keith lee is going to have is the same problem that i feel like adam sure you know braun Strowman's going to have if he ever shows up like an AEW stuff because those guys are big they are big big guys and i think the problem is you run the risk of exposing the size of a lot of the guys in AEW. and i'm how not big, a, how big is keith lee oh uh, that dude that's got to be at least like six six over three He's right six six easily right He's got to be. I don't know. Let's he's got to be over three bills. Definitely a, in weight, yeah. He's a big guy. And I'm not a sizist at all. I, I, I think, you know, I'm not saying that it's not going to work, but it could expose that, like, you know, the whole, like, Adam Cole, like a lot of people, like I saw a meme going around that basically said, what happened to pro wrestling? And it had Adam Cole, you know, face you know, for uh, what they call beach break with Orange Cassidy and they were nose to nose at the beach and they'd had it next to uh, Sid Vicious and Big Van Vader with the Colonel behind them at the beach. And it just was like, what happened to wrestling? It used to be these guys and now it's like these little, these smaller guys. And I, and I, I, I'm sorry, just like there's room for fat guys, big guys, tall guys, little guys in wrestling. They, you know, they have to have little people. There's room for everybody in wrestling, so I'm not saying it, but you're going to have to they're going to have to be booked properly for it to make sense. I'm pretty sure Adam Cole was hit with a shrink ray recently. He seems he feels smaller, right? He than seems ever. Waste. Maybe he's just leaning down, doing his cardio, you know, trying to drop some baby fat whatever. Yeah. Uh, but like if he's got any bros like y'all he's just like Get with his dude, you know, bro friends, get like a 12-pack, and just freaking like lift. Just house it. I remember when Cody first started, and I remember him like tweeting out something that was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to eat another double beef patty because he was trying to beef. He was trying to bulk up. And I don't think you have to bulk up. I think you just have to – you're going to have to be booked properly. And do you think it's wrong in pro wrestling to have weight divisions like you do in other sports. I I know I don't think it's wrong. I think it's okay if you've got the talent to spread them amongst those divisions and that's fine. Yeah. Um but I mean I don't have an issue with big guys against small guys. If it but, were Yeah, but for whatever reason like having the cruiserweight belt or the light heavyweight belt it was it was always looked at as like a notch down and I think they, you know who's funny, who who was actually fixing that problem on 205 Live? Who's that? Was Enzo Amore, the real one. Remember Enzo? What did he do? He actually got the cruiserweight belt because they, you know, they were punishing him by putting him on 205. And then he got the belt over and then he got the show over and then they fired him. But he was actually fixing it because you're like, wow, this guy is entertaining and he's got the belt. And it didn't matter that it was a, a belt that you had to be 205 or less. Keith Lee, 6'2", by the way. Oh, 6'2"? 6'2", 340. He went to Texas A&M University. Did you oh, notice? I didn't know he was an Aggie. 
But he's got to be. So even if he doesn't have the height, he definitely has the weight. And I think he would show that, you know. He's big, but he's not that big. I yeah. Think. He's definitely he bigger would, than Adam Cole. But And AEW has a hard time booking big guys. So Yeah, they do. It could be inconvenient. But I think he's got a lot of style. He's kind of cool. He's likable, you know. Good. Yeah. He's got a real unique in-ring style. No, that's the thing. I mean, look how over, like, no matter what you say about Adam Cole's weight, that dude is over. He's still over. Like, people love the boom. They love the Adam Cole baby. Orange Cassidy is still, you know, that could have easily been a gimmick that run its course. It's still way over. What a, what a, what a weird thing. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe he's still over. It's still way over. Like, eventually, you're, like, you're going to have to turn heel. That's he's got to be the number one cosplay at the live show. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like he has, he is somebody, like, he actually has outside of, pro wrestling appeal like i feel like he's, he's the kind of stuff that you would see a football player wearing a shirt or doing the lazy thumbs up and stuff i feel like he has outside of wrestling appeal so i feel like for him being one of the pillars he's he's should be one of the pillars he's Absolutely. way over oh yeah so anyway, i know we went off on a big guy little guy stuff but let's jump back into the rumble because next up, I was actually really excited about this next one. This was one of the ones, if it wasn't for the Rumble, I still would have watched for this match, was Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, which to me, that is like, holy shit, we get UFC versus Bellator. That's huge. Yeah. I thought that was huge. But a lot of, lot of mainstream appeal there to the Very to much mainstream appeals. Like, we, look, Dana White couldn't do this, but WWE is going to give you this. And it was a good, it was a good match. It was a really good match. It was cool to see them in the ring. They're both big dudes. You knew it was going to be stiff. Uh, but were you surprised that Brock, Brock did the honors? I mean, it was a run-in, and we're going to get into this. We're gonna, it looks like we're going to get Roman versus Brock again. Do we really want to see it again? But I think we're going to get it again, unfortunately. I hope they don't close with that show that match if that's really wrestlemania or they find a way to turn in triple threat but i mean dude it was wrestlemania 31 when we got brock versus roman the first time and what is this 38 i mean that's a lot of years ago man so is that wait was that also in dallas no no we got in dallas we got roman versus triple h oh right remember everybody was leaving (laughs) <laughs> people just like screw it they it was a long say, way to the car yeah it was <laughs> but uh i don't know it was what was cool i didn't like that they're setting up for that but i did like i love what they're doing with roman and brock as far as like the paul Heyman stuff because it's just like my tribal chief no i'm with brock no i'm with that 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 i can get behind but i just don't know if i want to see them in the main event at wrestling unless they're going to do it as like a cage match or something you know, because, look, we've had WrestleMania repeats again, right? We've had Brock Rock versus Austin was like three times, right? Yeah. We got Hogan versus, no, Hogan, did Hogan have any rematches? I guess. WrestleMania rematches? Savage won their title at four, and then Hogan went back at five. I don't know. But they just feel like they have to do something different. It just feels like Roman versus Brock again. Like, really? I know, except now he's the tribal chief and, and Brock's the rhinestone cowboy. Um, they're both great, but give them other people. I, I wish they would have did something different to set it up where you're going to get Bobby versus Brock at WrestleMania and, like, have that as a rematch. Because I would have thought that was a WrestleMania rematch the first time. UFC versus Bellator. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, I, they're they're doing – I heard this analogy. Some Somebody on YouTube was making this uh, – analogy and i think it's very accurate uh what wtb is doing network tv they're trying to do a show that would be on nbc or fox or one of those big channels right they're not trying to do a cable tv show and i think that it's all about big names big bodies big big players or whatever and most folks that would watch wrestling on on nbc are a casual viewer not most but i think a great deal you know and I think they're almost sort of tailoring their show now to the casual viewer. And if you're yeah. watching it every week, it seems very repetitive. But if you tuned in, like, if I just tuned into Royal Rumble or something like that, uh, you know, uh, and after not watching WWE in a few months or something like that, I'd be entertained. It'd be pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, these big guys, it's great. It's a, there's the stories are there. And it's like, oh, wait, this is good enough for me. But if, if I've watched every Raw and SmackDown for, six months and this is the payoff it's kind of like eh. 
Yeah, it doesn't. They're feel doing like, the Big Bang Theory. It is, yeah, and that and that's unfortunate because they they were always the something different, and that's what their appeal was to not be like everybody else, to not do the norm. But you know they're getting paid, so they're 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 running with it. Uh, Mike thinks that Brock is going to win the Elimination Chamber, and then it's going to become belt versus belt. Okay, here's what I think on that. Okay, if they if they do that, the only way I'm going to get on board is get rid of that universal title. Get rid of it. I'm tired of it. I don't want it anymore. Unify them. I don't yeah, unify them and be done with it. The the first time they did the brand split, ironically Brock was the champion. The champion's advantage was for the tag champs and the heavyweight champ that you can go to any show. Just like an old like Ric Flair back in the day. I'm the NWA champ. I might show up in world class. I might show up in Florida. I might show up in you know mid-Atlantic. I might show up on Raw. I might show up NXT. Do that. That's all you got to do. Make the main belt for each show. Bring back the, the Intercontinental title because you got it on Shinsuke, which is basically you buried it because you're burying him. And then you got the U.S. belt. Make those the main belts for that show. But the heavyweight and the tag belts can go anywhere. Get rid of the double tags and get rid of the... Uh, the heavyweights. I can almost get behind leaving the tag belts, but they got to get rid of that universal belt. I hate it. I've always hated it. Also, champion of the universe. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's like a ch- that's what a child would come up with. I'm <laughs> yeah, a champion yeah. of the universe, y'all. Yeah, exactly. When you're trying to one when, when you're playing one-upmanship. Yeah. I'm the champion of the world. But really, I'm the champion of the universe. Exactly. Just get rid of that. But if it is that, I I hope so. Then I'm okay then then just unify the belts and and be done with it. But but you got Bobby and then and so Bobby's got the one belt, and Roman's got the the other belt, the universal belt. And I, I yeah I don't know because I don't know what other players that they really have for these belts anyway. So I'm if you make it a unification belt to get rid of the belt, I'll celebrate it. Yeah, that'll work. For but me, yeah, but so Bobby did go over. But guess I you know one more thing on that. I feel like after seeing Cowboy Brock on Raw. And he came out, and he was really complimentary for Bobby, and then it hit me. It's just like, oh, he's doing the honors for him. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Like, a, he's feeling like, he's like, you're, 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 you're good. I, I, I felt like, wow, he's given Bobby the rub, and, and he put him over, and he's not, he said, I'm not even going to go after you. I thought that, that I was okay with. I didn't want him to go after Roman, but it was just like, that's cool that he's like, but I'd much rather see Brock versus Bobby in the, over the next three pay-per-views and then end it at WrestleMania. Yeah. But it's just it's w- cool they did WWE just does, they refuse to create new stars and invest in somebody. It's just it's a bummer. It's a oh, bummer. Yeah. And it's There's in, so many folks. I don't, you know, we'll get into this in the Royal Rumble. I don't know who tweeted it, but somebody's like, You're having so much trouble creating new stars that a rapper just went through half your roster. And I was just like, oh man, I guess that is a little telling. Yeah. You know, because that, that is the new star they created. Uh, but we have one more match before we get to that was the uh, the It couple versus the Grit couple. What th- did you think of uh, Miz and Maurice versus... Uh, I loved <laughs> freaking that uh, the Glamazon Beth Phoenix came out in Luna Vachon garb. She had the Luna Vachon hair. And she had the Luna Vachon uh, painted on veins on her face. I thought that was a cool image. And she actually tweeted out. She's like, you know, the, uh, what's his name? Adam. What's his real name? Adam. Uh, what's Edge's real name? Uh, his real last name. I, don't, I, I, don't know. I keep wanting to say Richmond, <laughs> but it's not him. Anyway, they're like, this is going to be our Christmas card this year. And had her, and, you know, he's got the woolly mammoth beard, and he's screaming, and she's dressed like Luna Vachon. It was a really cool it was a really cool entrance. I thought they looked really good. And I don't know, Miz and Maurice, to me, you can... Oh, Copeland. That's it. Yes, Copeland. Thanks. I think Miz and Maurice... Miz always delivers. That's the hot take that nobody... You know, like they're almost insulting MJF when they compare him to Miz. He should be cool they compare to Miz because Miz has been around a long time and still does it at a very high level. And it was actually on a Eli Manning type streak of never getting hurt until Damian Priest landed on his knee in the zombie match. It was not by not any design, but Miz, 
he's got that you know Miz when Miz comes out when he comes over and people hate it they hate him style whatever I've never hated on Miz doesn't count if it's a zombie injury I think but, yeah. um, <laughs> I think um I, I'm gonna be honest uh, yeah Miz is fine I don't know when that I didn't really even pay much attention to that match I got up and made a pizza <laughs> and the, I, again it sucks Miz does wrestling that you can have in the background while you make a frozen pizza yeah, and I, unfortunately, he's so good. Whatever you tell him to do, he's going to do it. And they're like, Miz, tonight you're going to be the cool-off match? Cool. Okay, I'm not going to cool-off match. But to me, again, another props to another one. These women in the WWE, the, if you ever wonder if they're not real athletes, they are somehow creating life, giving birth, and still coming out and looking so good. And Props to the cameraman, so he had some good Maurice stuff. And then I was like, oh, my God. It's just like, but they're like, not only, obviously, the, the sex appeal and how they look, but they are they did a really good job. But like you said, it was meant to be a cool-off match. So you really weren't going to get much beyond that. And yeah. that's pretty much what you got. Shout out to H-E-B Midtown Pizzas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to plug Best it. Best frozen wish, pizza value. I wish we had the uh, between two ferns and we can lower down the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we get to the lesser of the rumbles, the men's rumble. Uh, as we know, we like we said, we we preferred the women's rumble because it gave us everything that the rumbles have given us in the past. This one was very lacking in surprises, very lacking in uh, cool entries, cool pops. Uh, the only surprise. It's everything the women's rumble was not or yeah. was. It wasn't what the rumble. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep, I know. I I totally get it. Um, I mean, especially when Vince is just sitting there trying to troll people at this point because I don't think Austin Theory is for some reason they know it's just like okay, this is Vince's guy, and I think he's become the new like he's like smaller Roman Reigns. Oh, they hate him. Keep giving him to him, pal. Yeah, he just don't hate it. Uh, but yeah. Smoke all these cigarettes till you learn not to smoke. <laughs> but yeah, but the the three surprises that they did have were cool. I I love I again the biggest star they've created in the past year is Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny came out to a good pop and he was actually pulling off some good spots. That was the good surprise. The Johnny Knoxville one was better than I thought. I just wish he would have did something a little bit more stunt-worthy. But if you read any kind of press that he's doing for Jackass 4, he did a stunt in Jackass 4 that pretty much retired him. Because I thought it would have been cool if you just had, like, Brock Lesnar come out, pick him up, and, like, throw him through a table, you know, outside the ring. Like, just throw him like Bam Bam Bigelow did to Spike Dudley in ECW. But it was just kind of like a regular elimination. And then the big pop was the Shane O'Mac. That was the big surprise that... You know, he did get this, he got the pop, but you don't know what we're going to do with him. But that was the only surprises we really got. It was, yeah, it was, I mean, it's, it was good. It felt like a surprise. It felt appropriate. Yeah. In and out. It was all right. But he, there was a couple of guys, like, you made comment of, like, you didn't even know who they were. You know, and then you're like, why is AEW get all this heat for all these comic gimmicks? And meanwhile, you got Mad Cat Moss coming out and saying, waka, waka, waka. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on there. But, uh, yeah, there was no, you know... I f- it was it was sad because then you had Bobby Roode come out and they dropped the ball on Glorious. He was so over and Dirty Dogs is just not like I don't even know what the hell that's supposed to be. You got these Dirty Dogs are the two guys that we should have had way over and they should be mega stars right now, but we screwed that up, so we're going to put them together as a tag team. It's I think Vince pulled that out of the suggestion box. <laughs> yeah. What about Dirty Dogs? <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, you know what I'm actually a big mark for is uh, Montez Ford. Like, there's just something about his athleticism, and I feel like those guys and you know him and Dawkins when they come out. And they got the solo cups. It feels, it feels like it could be special, but I feel like they're, they're not giving them. I feel like they did themselves no favors by booking them in that mini golf tournament that they had with the Vikings when they first got there, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the hell that was. I would like to hear you explain that to somebody like from the past. It's like they're talking about wrestling like a few, few years ago. Yeah. There's going to be a, a mini golf angle with Vikings. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And do you think this was cursed because this was the first time that Kofi, like, okay, cool. Kofi's going to come out and save the Rumble because he always has a cool spot. 
and his spot got botched, and he got eliminated immediately. Yeah. Who pushed him? Uh, Kevin Owens pushed him, and it had nothing to do with the push. I think he just he just jumped so freaking high that there's only so much you can do against gravity. Yeah, absolutely. And his feet touched. And they wanted to leave him in, and they went to the replay. And yeah. Like, ah. No, they wanted to so bad because his feet hit, and then he pulled his feet up. And then they're like, oh, sorry, we got to let you go. And then he was lit. And he even tweeted, well, it's better to fly and fall than to never fly at all. Maybe that's what cursed the Rumble. I just wish, I wish that wouldn't happen because actually he's one of my favorites that I think after all the entertainment that he's given for every Royal Rumble, how loud would that pop be if Kofi went over on a Rumble? I mean, it would be huge, but when, if would that ever really happen? I don't know. Well, like, why doesn't it happen? And you proved, like, you gave Otis the money in the bank belt, and then he never cashed it in, and then Miz stole it from him. Like, you can totally just do that, right? You can just totally let him do it, and if you're not going to let him get the main belt, because the, the Elimination Chamber is now the roadblock to the road to WrestleMania. So you can totally like, oh, I won the Royal but I lost the chamber, so I lost my spot. There's so much you can do with it. All they have to do is have somebody challenge Kofi for the spot. Okay, you won the Rumble, fine, but I challenge you, and if I win, I get your Royal Rumble spot. Cool. And then, I mean, your WrestleMania spot, and then he loses. But he still won the Rumble and got that major pop. Yeah. But Vince loves to screw the New Day. <laughs> that's, that's facts. And Mike suspects that Dan Housen cursed the royal rumble that's evil shit right there very nice very he got a cool. he got a nice pop i love the way they introduced him he just came out holding on to that chair yeah randomly that was great what a great way to just bring him into the universe yeah he, he's a, a very a very peewee herman entrance yeah it was very peewee herman he's yeah he's he's got he's another one that can get that he might be able to get that cross appeal right like he's not a big guy but obviously he gets over why does jericho get it very nice, very rum, very very nice, very rumble. <laughs> the, but yeah, why does Jericho get it? Jericho, you know, partners up and he goes with these guys because he realize he sees the creativity. He sees the same thing that bookers like Jim Cornette see and Paul Heyman see. Because as much as Jim Cornette hates on AEW and and he and he does, but he also calls out the stuff that he likes. He has a way to show people's strength and hide the weaknesses. No, and I think Paul Heyman's the number one at that. Like, no one better. If you watch ECW, he found a way to got, get everybody over by hiding their weaknesses and finding one strength and then just driving that into the ground. So, I don't know. I just think uh, there's, there's tons of ways that they can get away with I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm just going to do a Dan Housen because <laughs> I lost where I'm going. Love that, that Dan Housen. <laughs> yeah, uh, JJ didn't know about Dan Housen until the Jericho pot. I saw him. He got over big on the Jericho cruise. I think that's when he finally yeah, got I saw that. Yeah, I saw the tweets that, about that. That Main Street appeal. And what did he say? Something about, oh, there's some beach, there's some blasts at the, some brawls at the beach happening and he took a picture of the beach so he even teased it out but uh, i feel like he got over by breaking his leg too oh really because he was he was just tweeting about when he broke his leg and he got injured oh i don't i didn't see, i don't know like i haven't really kept up with his. he's like his, he's like injury. one of the first twitter wrestlers he might have been yeah i feel like he definitely created his own niche for sure but i'm excited to see what they do with him you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Inter- it's, it's new, it's new blood, you know, like they got a very crowded roster. Very. Oh yeah. And he, he's, he's huge on YouTube. He has a good YouTube Here's channel. Here's the thing too. about AEW. They're bad at booking big guys, but they're good at booking comedy wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is true. <laughs> wow. How do they do that? <laughs> Why is that a thing? I don't know. I, I maybe it's the new it. school. It's like the Cornette school of thought versus the Tony Khan school of thought. Yeah. I don't know. You could still. They're, and they're, I blame Andy Sandberg. It was all those Andy Sandberg shorts that sort of like turned turned comedy. <laughs> oh, what Sandberg and uh, oh on his SNL ones? Yeah, they used to do those uh, shorts. I oh guess, yeah, what Dick, they, what, yeah, what they, they just called? called them shorts, like get Dick in the Box and what was the name Mother of their Lover. group? Oh, uh, Lonely Island. Lonely Island. Lonely yeah, Island, it's yeah. like Lonely Island. I think is a big influence on wrestling because I think. The way they sort of made comedy, the, the way they sort of like shifted the comedic tone of like internet videos, yeah, is a big thing. 
I think that did, and you're, I mean, you might be right. They did change that up, but we'll see. Uh, I don't think WWE, well, they do bad comedy, so the, which means you shouldn't do comedy at all. At least yeah. AEW, you do get a good pop out of their comedy because wrestling does have a quirky comedy element to it that you have to suspend your belief, disbelief, your belief anyway. So if you do it right, it works well. But, man, when it doesn't work, it just crash and burns. I mean, we're talking the ding-dongs on WCW Saturday night. Like, oh, my God, please make it stop. <laughs> they do comedy like, like a giant bicycle with a giant front tire kind of comedy <laughs> yeah. you know i don't know if that analogy makes sense but that's kind of their style of comedy. <laughs> no I, I think you're right it does it really does make sense uh i really i think i'm sold i think vince loves them so and but i think i'm getting on board with them and i think they kind of blew it on here was omos and the rumble i was like oh this is a big dude and he's pretty he's pretty athletic too so i was like oh wow how the hell are they going to get this guy out? And he started like eliminating people. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is how they're going to, he's going to break the record, or at least tie the record. Like how the hell are they going to get him out? And then they had Chad Gable come out. And I think this was the best part of that angle. He became the coach, right? Because he coaches Alpha Academy. He's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. You know, and he started coaching people to get him out. And that's how they got him out. Uh, I think they should have just did that a little bit later in the match and let let Omos stay that monster because that's what got Kane over. You know, one of the things that got Kane over, but that definitely got Big Daddy Cool Diesel over was just like these rumble appearances, and they could have did that with Omos, but they kind of blew that. And they still could have did the same thing later on, and especially having AJ be the one to nudge him over. Uh, But what else that really, was there anything else that stood out to you? We talked about Bad Bunny, Johnny Knoxville. The Kofi botch. Uh. Um, no, I mean, none, like you said, Bad Bunny looked better than half of the uh, other entrances. And uh, Johnny yeah, he's, Knoxville. The biggest, he's the biggest star they've created in a year. Yeah. Big Bunny. There you go. Like his stuff at WrestleMania was very memorable and it was really good. Johnny Knoxville came out and did Johnny Knoxville. I don't know that this helps <laughs> the legitimacy of the Royal Rumble match. By throwing Johnny Knoxville in there, but sure, Jackass Five, we'll go see it. Yeah, it's coming out. What is Mike's? Mike said Shane booking the Rumble around himself and being let go this morning because of the response is funny. Did he get let go? Uh, I believe he did. I think he. he did Shane got future endeavored. I think so, unless it's an angle. What? Oh my god, I did not see, know I'll pull that. It up. Yeah, and then, yeah, the WrestleMania sign on fire was, uh, I guess it was kind of prophetic, very telling. I did not. I did not hear about Shane getting future endeavored. Uh, there's really nothing more else to talk about. I mean, Brock came out to win, and no surprise. And again, what we said in the beginning of the show, I'm happy with Brock winning. I have no problem. Brock brings legitimacy. Here's the New York Post. I don't know if you trust them, but yeah, sure. Really? Yeah. Well, they, the Post is a WWE a heel, right? For WWE. Yeah. 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 Oh, I did not know that. Was there ba- like I didn't know that there was big backlash on the I mean I mean we knew the women's match was better than the men's match. Sports Illustrated also says that's the deal. Oh weird. Frustration coming out of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. He's gone. You know what? Because we said that this has been a heel pay-per-view, a heel super show for how many years? And this is the one that they cut Shane on? That doesn't make it. That's that's dumb. But how many times have we said that's I wouldn't I mean, did Shane book the rumble? I I have no idea. I mean look, they 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 didn't botch the finish. Oh, apparently Brock booked it, the end of the match and is completely in control of his match created leading to the Roman at media. Oh, that's kind of a bummer, man. I did not know that. I was you know, because there was a little part of me that was a little excited because you know that uh Brock and Riddle have like real life heat. You know, because before Riddle got there, he's like, I want to retire Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Right. So when he grabbed him and I was like, oh, shit. And he was in a very, like, position that Brock could have did anything for him. So the way he – I was really, really looking at the way he threw him over the top. But Brock took care of him. But I wonder if there was a little part of him because it's still Brock. Yeah. Brock brings legitimacy. I was, again, I I don't really disagree. I I disagree with that. I don't know. I guess it's – I was okay with Brock going over. They just needed to book a, a few more memorable spots, but the match itself, I mean, the show itself, the, the women's one was way better. 
It um I guess I think it it pisses people off because he doesn't need to win the rumble to get a rematch or to yeah. you know well yeah that was the waste right because he lost the it's like they all of a sudden got amnesia on like the champion gets an automatic rematch like when did that go away when did that rule stop that was always if the champion loses you get an automatic rematch and I believe it used to say that it's up to a year or whatever. It doesn't even matter. You get an automatic rematch. He can say, I'm coming back for my belt. He didn't need to win the rumble. There's a lot of people that could have benefited from that rumble. I mean, I think Omos is probably not ready for a WrestleMania run yet, but he's definitely would have been a good one to at least tease a win. Uh, Oh, you got this Kofi. Like I said, we could have did the surprise. I don't know about Rick Boogs, Rick Boogs, uh, I was a little nervous that it was going to be Randy Orton because he's a little nervous that, that he won, you know, because they were in St. Louis and he's in his hometown, and then he would have tied uh, Stone Cold for the most wins. But obviously, there's a bunch of people. But AJ Styles, he's never won a Rumble, and he should have, he could have easily pulled that off and put him back in the mix. Literally, could have been anybody else. Yeah, you know, oh, um, I think, I think, I don't know, Brock coming in at thirty and then just winning. Just sort of negates the whole hour you just wasted. Oh, they were all dead the whole time. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like there was no chance anybody else was going to win because Brock. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't. That. I just don't think it was necessary. They could have done anything. Just even a rando, anybody, create a new storyline, build somebody up to WrestleMania from there. Now it's just kind of like okay. Give. Well, Brock. Yeah, Bruce, Brock just lost his belt, so he has an automatic rematch clause. Right, and it was it he was it was it was not clean. Yeah, and so, on top of that, you're right. So it's, it's just clean. like, why do you need him to win the Rumble to get it back? Man, I don't know. That was, yeah, it was screwed. Again, I'm okay with Brock as the talent, as the winner, but I totally see storyline. They could have went in 10 different directions and made it made more sense. I don't know how much heat it would have got if Shane O'Mac would have won the belt. I mean, won the Rumble. He's never won a Rumble. Vince won a Rumble. I think that would have been a lot of heat. Vince won a Rumble. Yeah, but, he's the chairman. But yeah, but Vince Vince was uh, not channel changing heat at the time. Vince is becoming to the point where he's getting channel changing heat, like I, you know, with the whole hating the fans. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's just. I mean, he's pretty. He's You're not a nice person anymore, Vince. What happened to you? Not that he's ever. I don't know. He was nice to me, but he's a little weird on TV. Yeah, he's gotten really weird. I'm, on he's like, just old. He's an old guy. I don't, yeah. don't want to like shame him for being old, but yeah. he's maybe too old to be on TV. Yeah, maybe that is it. That may, that might be it. Never, I'll never shame an old person. No, we just talked an hour about the rumble, didn't we? Are we done with it? Uh, that was it. That was it. That was the last match. I don't know if there's. I still gave it a thumbs in the middle because that to me the women's the women's rumble saved the show. The women's rumble saved the show. Kept it right at an even zero. Yeah, <laughs> it brought us right up to it. But there's a lot of. I mean, but it sucks because you know we miss Crazy Train. You know. You know, we missed the MP, you know, Mission Pro show for that. and But it's fine. We're, again, I guess we're Lucy. You know, Vince is Lucy with the football and we're Charlie Brown. We're going to keep trying to kick that field goal because we love it. You know, and especially Royal Rumble. It'd be really tough for me to not turn tune into a mania or a rumble. There's a lot of them I can skip, but those two are really hard to skip. 